My name is Zack, and I play the half-elf wizard, Alaris Galdrim, a special legionnaire of the Pandominion. You're listening to Advantage. Last episode, at number 020, Arbitrator Bernor Runehead's posse arrived at the Southern Redoubt with two prisoners cloaked in Tempest Oath robes. They were not religious elven zealots, but Neavan and Uric, once enemies of the party, now allies. The four investigated and discovered that Uric had been charged with banditry and Neavan as an associate. Neavan said that she was Anissa Talos when the Tempest Oath had summoned the spirit Stormhawk. She had learned two very important pieces of information. One, that Kareth, Melinde's mentor as presiding druid, had summoned forth the spirit Everflame that had destroyed Isitalos and the Watched Forest. Two, that the Tempest Oath, allied with the zealot survivors of, of the Burn, are going to march on Letris at the New Moon in order to kill off the r- surviving remnants of Isitalos. That's two and a half weeks from now more immediately threatening, according to Uruk, is that they are being haunted by specters, haints, as Uruk called them, and ever since they had taken the robes off of Tempest Oath, ever since they had took the robes off the Tempest Oath sepulcher, and that's where we'll pick up. So it's dark. It's stopped raiding a few hours ago, but the clouds still obscure your visions from the thousands of astral realms that dot the plane above. Shouts cry out from the jail cart. The Haints! They're here! Also, Joe, I'm not sure if I got to say this. I had deliberately positioned myself, like, at the cart, as if I was on guard duty. Perfect. So do you see them? Are you all four there, or is it just you already? Yeah, because nobody else believes... All right, Ulrich, you don't see anything in the direction that Uric and Neavan are pointing toward the forest. Can I use my primeval sense again? Uh, yeah, It sure. should detect aberrations, as I recall. You, you're able to use it, and um, you can detect undead within a mile of you. As well as, like, a handful of other things. Um, uh, yeah, but it, it is there. So I use it, and I do feel something. Yeah, if I remember your power right, it doesn't tell you how close they are, just that they exist yeah. somewhere in the vicinity. It gives me no direction or, like, tells me how many there are. It just yeah. that they are present. Right. Well, I go ahead and uh, I knock an arrow, prepared to fight. Uh, I come running when I hear yelling and also look into the darkness. Morlinde, you can see the wispy specters 
of two Tempest Oath warriors, the terrible unfettered spirits of elves from the sepulchre. Give me a religion check. Oh, gosh. 20. So you know that these are the disturbed souls of the dead, where, um, where ghosts can be put to rest by finishing their unfinished business. These are specters. Redemption is not possible for them. Their soul is doomed to the cusp until they are destroyed forever. Um, and they're pursuing Uruk and Neavan with a, like a subconscious hate, like an incorporeal revenant. Um, being apparitions, you also know that they don't take damage like fleshy beings. They'll resist slashing damage from mundane weaponry, much like the Will-O-Wisps. Uh, okay. Um... Ulrich, again, you don't see the specters at all. Right. At least not right now. Um, until you see them, you're going to have disadvantage on all your attacks. Okay. Ulrich, I see them. They're there. They're not making it up. How many How many are um, there? We need to wake up everyone else, too. There's two specters. What are they? Um, they're the, they're, I'm pretty sure they're the ghosts of the, ghosts, question mark? The spirits of the specters of the, uh, zealots whose robes were stolen by Ulrich and them. Is this going to be like fighting those orbs? Uh, similarly, I, uh, a lot of physical attacks I don't think are going to work. Excellent. And they are floating ominously, uh, towards you. It's a, a slow but purposeful position and they get to the edge of the forest and they stop at this point we've woken everyone up right i don't know have you i want to wake up the rest of the party i wake up the rest of the party rest of the party your thoughts on the matter wake up i feel like grimton is probably a heavy sleeper <laughs> i do everything in my power to wake grimton up you are under the condition of sleep <laughs> joe before combat starts I'd like to run around to the box where all the crossbows were. Is it still dummy locked? Yes. Cool. I'd like to open it and hand crossbows and bolts to the two inside, to the like people who can see the aberrations. Nice. To Eric and Yevan. I like that. I That's thought about cool. that ahead of time. I was like, they're going to need to help us fight these. We're going to go with uh, this Grimton being affected by sleep and um oh sweet you did that to yourself you're gonna have to uh do some saving throws come your turn but i want everybody to roll initiative morlinde you are occupied with uh with grimton at the current um you can use your turn however you wish while you are there morlinde you uh are going to give grimton advantage on his sleep save oh oh okay got it i rolled 12 joe for my initiative uh 17 Okay, uh, you're still gonna go last because you're asleep. Gotcha. <laughs> 21. 19. If first rolls say anything about how this encounter is gonna go, I feel like it'll be much better than last time, personally. In the initiative order, we have factored in two specters, one of which we will name Ghosty, and the other one, Casper. Casper, yep. Morlinde, you are up first. They are, uh, they have stopped at the edge of the forest. Um, am I still preoccupied with waking up Grimton, or can I attack some things? You can attack some shoot if, uh, you want to abandon your turn and then run back. Okay, so if I use my turn, it has to be waking up Grimton. Yeah, either waking up Grimton or running back to, uh, the combat area. I say you fight. 
Well, I'm going to assume that I have already tried to wake up. Uh, wait. Well, yes, he loses his advantage if I run away. Yes. Yes. Okay. Then I'm going to stay there and uh, throw some cold water in Grimton's face. All right, Grimton. You're going to have double advantage. <laughs> 3d20s. <laughs> Alaris, it's your turn. Yeah, running in for more of the tents. And you said they're not coming any nearer than the edge of the forest? Correct. Then I'm going to just go... Close to Ulrich and kind of just wait and see what happens. Okay. I mean, if they're being aggressive, then there's no reason to really just attack them on blind, like, attacking this. Ulrich, it's your turn. I would like to summon the spirit bear. I believe that is a free action. It is a bonus action, yes. Can the bear see them? Yes. Do I know that? Mm, no. Okay. Can, wait, can I see Prob- them? Well, probably, yeah. Alaris, you can't see them. Until you see them, you won't, or you'll have disadvantage on all your attacks. I see. I, I would like to just position the bear, like, in front of the cart based on where they're pointing. All right. The bear is there. Was that your bear's turn? Yeah, I'm not going to do anything else. I'm not going to attack. All right. It is Ghosty's turn, and Ghosty is going to mess some shoot up. Ghosty is going to reach out with some telekinesis and just rip the top of the uh, the cage down onto the ground so it has fallen flat on top of the door. Wow. Neavan and Eric are both going to be taking damage. 1d6. Neavan took 1. Eric took 6. And the specter is going to start advancing. Eric, it's your turn. I'm Eric. Yeah, I was like... <laughs> Did you assign an NPC that I didn't see? <laughs> yeah, that's a great idea. Why am I doing the work? Uh, somebody else gets to be Eric. You have currently four hit points out of ten. Ah! I'll be Eric. And with that... I'll be Eric. Yep, you're, you're Eric. <laughs> you're currently prone as well. Am I, like, still in the cart? I'm just on my back? Yes. Okay. You are inside the cage. Uh, the cart is flipped over. Okay. Onto the ground. If I, if I were to, like, look down what is down for me but is, like, sideways... Would I be able to, like, see them, like, looking past my feet to see the advancing specter? As yes. I'm like, okay, cool. I'll take my crossbow and just, like, aim a shot at it S- just straight on. Fire that thing. Do I get any, uh, modifiers? Mm, you're proficient. Ten. That's going to miss. You fire wide. You are scared to death. Uh, uh, Rick is also, to gonna, is also going to, like, shuffle back up to the back of the cage. He's now kind of, like, sitting. You just kind of scooted. Eric and Neavan are also under the condition frightened. You can save against oh, that. Then I'd like to save against frightened. I rolled a 19. 18, sorry. 18. You're able to compose yourself with that firing off the shot. Um, who's playing Neavan? Well, how about Yessi since he's like not doing anything else? <laughs> Alright. Yessi, congratulations. You're playing Neavan. Sweet. I have a crossbow as well? Yes. Yep. What does frightened do? Does that limit my actions? Uh, you're going to have disadvantage on your um, on your rolls. Also, you cannot get any closer to the uh, to the monster, gotcha. which is fine because you're locked in a cage. But the roof is off, right? No, there's there's a roof to it, which is now facing sideways toward the specter. Oh, it got knocked over. Yes. Gotcha. I misunderstood that. Oh, I did too. Now I understand. So they like could escape hypothetically. But they would have to go like forward to do so. What? No. Is it knocked on the, its side okay. or like how is this? Imagine a cube. A cube. Take take your D6 gotcha. in your hand. It's in my Turn hand. it sideways uh, to where the one is facing up. Facing up. And we'll say that the, the five is the door. Now roll it to where the five is on bottom 
and the one is facing where the door was. But didn't the top... That's where you are now. Right, but the top got ripped off, didn't it? That's what the, you said. The top is still there. They're just now trapped and can't get out oh, the door. Anyway, I'm... Yeah, I'm gonna fire a crossbow bolt. Uh, 13. 13 is going to hit. Um, crossbows are D6? Sounds good. Three. Okay, was that a Ghosty or Casper? Uh, which one's closer? Are they at the same distance? Yeah, they're pretty much at the same distance. Let's go with Ghosty. Casper. Casper's turn is going to um, telekinetically grab Uric and just yank up against the bars. So that's going to hit, and he's going to take 1d4 worth of damage. So one damage. Uric is now down to three hit points. Grimton, it's your turn. Do you want to save against sleep? Yes. With advantage. Double advantage, which doesn't exist, but we're doing it anyway. House rules are the best. First rule's a 10. Cool. Perfect. That's all you need. Morlinde, top of the round. Oh, wait. Is he awake? Yes. I'm glad you're awake. We need to go fight these ghosts. And then I use the rest of my turn to ghosts. run back to the specters. Paints. Alaris, it's your turn. Okay. You you are witnessing some serious stuff. I'm going to try to open the cart. You have to be able to um, access the door, which is currently on the ground. Oh, can I not just... I guess... Okay, never mind. I guess I can't do that. I, well, I guess you can force the doors open. Um, let me try to think of solutions for you, with you. Uh, minor alchemy changes everything that's of... Yeah, but that would probably take too long. How long does minor alchemy take? Like, you have to kind of focus and try to change... Oh, okay. It's, like it's a... not an instantaneous thing? Not really. Um, right now, the, uh, the door of the cage is on the ground, and the rest of the cage that's is fine. sitting on top of it. Then I guess we're gonna go try to fight some spirit guys. That you can't even see. Um, nope. So roll your attacks with disadvantage. Okay. I will try to firebolt in the area that they aimed crossbow bolts at. That's a 10. Auric, your turn. I'm gonna use Guardian Shroud. I think it lets me heal some people. I'm gonna send them over to Uric to and Neovan. And they get 2d6 plus my wisdom mod, which is 1. The chosen creature only gets one. Heal Eric. Okay. So four plus what now? One. So he's going to go back up to eight hit points. <laughs> That's a bonus action. Um, Ooh. Yeah. Um, I turn toward... Are there other people in this cart, or is it just those two? It's just those two. Okay. I turn to them and uh, say, flip uh, flip the cage! Like, trying to get them to like push against one wall as to whether they decide to follow me. I guess that's up to whoever plays Neovan. Um, but while while doing that, I also am going to go ahead and take my turn, and I'm going to attempt to shoot in the general direction of the creatures. I have now positioned myself in between them, and the or where I perceive them to be. Um, would rolling any kind of check help me see them? Uh, yeah, give me a religion check, we'll say. Uh, 20. You can see them. Um, I'm going to flavor it as invoking the wolf gives me a, like, or the bear gives me, like, a slight lean toward that. Presumably the roll and the shroud were just both bonus actions, unless you're going to make me... All right, well, hurry up. Okay, sorry, sorry, I'm attacking, I'm attacking. (laughs) I'm attacking, uh, who shot first? Uh, Ghosty. Ghosty, I'm attacking Ghosty. Woo! Nat 20. All right, how much? 8, 9, 10, 11. So he's my hunter's mark, and it gives me an extra d6. So 8, 9, 10, 11, 17 damage. 17 damage. Dang. Okay. It's 8 plus um, 3 plus 6 if they're my mark. Darn. I'm a striker. 
and it's it's piercing. It's gonna do go down to Ghosty's turn, and Ghosty is going to fire back at you, um, and advance coming out of the forest. Twenty-one versus your AC. That's a hit. You're gonna take ten necrotic damage. Oh no. Um, the target must su succeed on a DC ten Constitution saving throw, or its hit point maximum is reduced by an amount equal to the damage taken. Roll a d20. I rolled 11. Do I get any modifiers? No, that's fine. You succeed. <laughs> it's going to be Uruk's turn. Can I have him fire and a like shoot a shot and then try and push? Uh, no, I don't think that's going to work. Okay. One or the other. Uruk is going to heed my advice and um, <laughs> push against the side of the uh, thing. To what direction? Like out the, the the door is facing the ground and the, and the goal is to tip it to where the door will be facing sideways. So it doesn't really matter which direction, whichever just any direction, whichever direction he thinks looks the easiest. All right, give me an athletics check. Five. He's struggling. Yeah, he is struggling. Um, give me a perception check as well. Nineteen. Uh, he looks around because he's struggling so much and realizes that the cage is bolted to the cart, and so the entire cart has tipped over. Uh. Unless those uh, those fixtures are broken off, the cage isn't going to be able to roll by itself, which is possible, just not happening now. Right. It's going to be Neavan's turn. It's not going to budge! All right, so I guess I'm just going to fire another crossbow bolt at Ghosty. Six. It's also going to fire wide. It'll be Casper's turn. Uh, um, can I save against Frightened? Oh, yes. Go for it. 12. With the addition of um, the party fighting for you, Neavan, you are able to save. Casper is going to fire a life drain at Uric. That sounds... For a nat 20. Oh, God. That is 3d6 necrotic damage. <laughs> Shoot. Which is 18 necrotic damage, oh which is... God. That's more life than he had. That is 10 more life than he had. He is at negative 8 hit points, which is also negative plus, or negative minus 2 his entire life potential. Eric is gone. He's dead. Like gone, gone? Yeah, like, like dead. dead. You, like oh dead. If you got a negative half your life total or whatever, you're dead. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Hey friends, it's Joe. So glad you've joined us here for episode 021 of Advantage. Uh, part 2 of this campaign is a blast, huh? Some serious high-stakes stuff going on. Glad you're here to witness the death of our friend Eric. Complicated character. I wonder what he had in that cabin he was returning to. Of course you wouldn't be here to speculate on that without the digital art by Daniel Grayling or Blake Boss to compose this incredible original soundtrack, which you can hear in full at soundcloud.com slash blakebost. Uh, also thanks to Labor of Love Graphics for their help with web design. That site, advantagednd.com, has maps, location details, and info on the characters and cast. All of our character details are also linked to heroforge.com, where you can get custom designed minis of all of our characters designed by the cast and me. I'm also beginning to work on a page for prominent NPCs and their own Hero Forge minis as well. Um, also on that website, we're getting a link to our Patreon page where you can donate an amount of money of your choosing in order to help us pay for all these projects. Uh, for example, I'd love to get a more detailed map on the website. Um, 
If, if you're feeling generous, love the show, and want us to do a better job, it would be a great deal of help if you could contribute over at patreon.com slash advantage dnd. Uh, thanks to everybody who's donated so far. Whatever level you donate at, each of those tiers comes with a reward attached. Uh, as $5 donors, Kevin and Daniel got to hang out with the cast and me uh, before we recorded last Wednesday. Then, as a $10 reward... Kit uh, got to stay on the call as we recorded, which meant that he got a sneak peek of what will likely be airing in December. Um, if you want to get in on that fun, the link is patreon.com slash advantage DND. Dark Silver Forge continues to offer 10% off their products for Advantage listeners. Just the other night, Stephen was talking about how he was planning on using some of this month's paycheck to spoil himself and get the beautiful Cthulhu gold set. See for yourself at darksilverforge.com and use the code ADVANTAGEDND, no space, all caps, and receive 10% off everything on their website. Uh, our pals at the show How Friends Roll are still working through their third season. HFR does micro campaigns with a rotating cast and is a riot to listen to. Following their season finale, you'll find the Switch series episode that I DM'd for them. Go find them on iTunes and on twitter at how friends roll i'm super excited for that episode to finally get out um it's been on my computer for i think we recorded it in july mid-july maybe no mid-june even so it's been like three months i'm ready i'm ready to go uh we we're also on the inter- internet as well so absolutely please reach out to us our handles on facebook twitter instagram and tumblr are all at advantage dnd as a reminder, you can always send us voicemails that will cut into the show, like we had Brett Deaton's on last week, or, or last episode. If you want to leave us a message, open up your phone's voice recording app and email it to advantagednd at gmail.com. It's so much fun to hear your thoughts. Uh, again, I'll remind you of our Patreon page. Donating at patreon.com slash advantagednd is the most powerful way that you can show support for our show. If you can't afford that, Leaving an iTunes review is a great way to help bring in new fans. All right. And now back to the show. Thank you. It's Grimton's turn. So Grimton is going to brandish flame tongue and whisper its magic word at it. Which is? Uh, I've decided it's going to be habla, okay. which is just Spanish for speak, and it's flame tongue. <laughs> so haha, the sword is going to be ablaze and shed light, shed intense light yep. for 40 feet. Okay. And dim light for another 40 feet. I don't know if that's going to help anybody see these things or not. Doesn't he have to, like, run over there? Now that you're out of your tent, you can definitely feel these creatures. And um, the darkness of undeath is trapped on the cusp, which is preventing them from passing into the afterlife of the spirit world. It's a gut feeling in your stomach driven by your allegiance that you recently pledged to Bahamut, um, which causes you to, like, have this visual understanding of what's going on and you are able to see these uh wispy specters of tempest oath warriors gotcha 
Uh, am I close enough to go and try to whack one? No, you're running from your tent. Um, right, cool. Do you have any range stuff? Don't believe so. Okay, more Linde. Now that I'm there, which specter has taken the most damage? Ghosty. Okay, so I'm going to shoot a spell at Ghosty um, that might work. Can you see them? Yes, I can see Ghosty. I can see both of them. Yep. Oh, heck yeah. Okay, um, I rolled a 19, I think. Okay, or, no, that'll hit. No, 21, yeah. That hits. Um, and I'm going to shoot it with Moonbeam, which is literally a 40-foot-high cylinder of, like, moonlight that has a 5-foot radius. What kind of damage is that? It's cool. It's 2d10 radiant damage. Radiant? Nice. Radiant okay. Does that I mean, work? I mean, radiant damage usually does really good against undead spirity type things. That was the idea. It's nice. my only non-physical attack right now. Um, How much cool, cool. damage did you take? 2d10. It's going to kill him. We'll just average it out and it's fine. <laughs> you shoot this moonbeam at it. It Let's stays see. too. It like stays for a whole minute. It's like, imagine just like just like a column of light coming out of the sky. Like, and this is the end. Can it hit more than one person? I think so if they're close enough to each other. Yeah, because if that has a radius of five feet, it's like... That's one are those square. dudes within ten feet of each other? Um, yeah, we'll say that they're within ten feet of each other. Rule of cool, do it. I hit both of them with this big scary moonbeam. Now you're going to have to roll damage <laughs> for Casper. It is engulfed in ghostly flames that cause searing pain, and it must make a constitution saving throw. That's going to fail. Uh, 11 damage. And then the moonbeam hangs out for a second. All right, it'll go to Alaris. Since everyone else can see these things, I should try to be able to see them too. <laughs> Alaris squints harder. Can I? Give me a religion check or an arcana check, maybe. I'll do arcana. 23. You have an idea of what you're looking for in the weave that is um, magic at large. Right. Go ahead and attack. I'm going to throw a chromatic orb of fire. All right. Cool. At it. That's a net 20. Nice. Day for good rolls. Which will do 24 damage. Which will do 12 damage because it's got a damage resistance. Fair enough. All right, your turn. I'm going to loose another arrow. It's okay. direction. 11? Nope. Okay, my bear is going to attack. Here's the bite one. Okay. He rolled a six, so it missed. Mm -hmm. And here's the claws. A nine, so it also missed. However, I, I love the visual of these two incorporeal beings the bear and the ghosty remnants of the tempest oath fighting it out i love that neovan it's your turn Uruk just died you're gonna be frightened again okay i'm gonna try to struggle against the cage and see if i can roll it over in a feat of immaculate strength you're aware that the cage is bolted to the cart because Uryx yelled it out. That's fine. Okay. I just watched him die. I'm scared. That's fair. I love uh, Yessie's commitment to the plot. That's a five, so no. But I'm going to... Yeah, surprise, it doesn't work. <laughs> I'm going to try to save against Frightened again. An eight. No, you are still scared to death because Casper is now advancing onto you and is going to roll... A, get this, four plus four. Uh, so that's, that'll be an eight versus your 10 AC. It's not going to work. Grimton, your turn. All right. So I'm going to try to run up to Casper and hit him with flame tongue. All right. I rolled a 17, Joe. You definitely hit. It's resistant to fire, I take it. 
It is. So I'm just going to roll all my damage and then half it. Because it's also resistant okay. to slashing damage, right? Well, slashing from non-magical weapons. That's a Technically, weapon. it's a magical weapon, so it's just not going to take the fire thing. So go ahead and roll whatever like the standard sword th stat is. Okay. 10 for the normal weapon damage. You cut into it big. I also rolled 2d6 fire damage, which would be halved, right? Yes. Uh, and you watch it go down like the the way that flame tongue cuts through it where it's slashed through where it's uh cut through the the flames from flame tongue begin to eat at the corporealness of the incorporeal being does that make sense like if if the ghost was made out of particulate then that like dust would be on fire gotcha uh and it just burns up all you're left with in the night is Neavan screaming and crying while the other soldiers uh, come out of their tents. Did anyone else witness that? Yeah, did people just see us, like, slashing at air? Uh, we'll say yes. <laughs> How do we explain this? I walk over to the cage. Neavan, are you okay? How could I possibly say yes to that? Mm. Eric's dead! Are you, are you bleeding? Are you hurt? Not a lot. Uh, <laughs> uh, I I only lost one HP. <laughs> or I guess I lost more, but then you healed me. Mm. On the cage, you, you glance down and uh, see the brand Mata kind of stenciled into the cage and realize that the cage was forged by uh, a blacksmith and the, uh, the legacies. So we weren't going to break it if we tried. <laughs> I yell at some of the stupefied soldiers. Quick, help me turn this up. And I, like, start lifting as if I expect them to help. They hustle over, and uh, you lift the cart back up, and uh, Uruk's body kind of slumps inside the cart, Ugh. and um, the cart is unlocked. Uruk is taken out. I, like, gently help Neavan get out of the cart, and I take her crossbow away also. <laughs> like, casually set that on the ground. <laughs> Give me a uh, stealth check for that. Fourteen. All right, you're fine. <laughs> However, the other crossbow is still in the cage from Rick. The lieutenant colonel walks up and says, What in the nine hells has happened? Exactly what you were warned would happen. Spectres came for them. Well, so be it. Are they gone? Yes, we defeated them. Good. Now we don't have to worry about them again. Put her back in the cage. No, you have the only true bandit killed. I think Nevan has seen enough punishment. Give me a... Uh, Either persuasion or intimidation, intimidation roll. Uh, I think they're the same. I didn't roll very well. I rolled a four. Let's go with persuasion. Okay. Anybody else want to back him yeah, up? Yeah, I'll step in. Didn't uh, we already discuss I... with, try to get her free? Yeah, but it's... Yeah. <laughs> uh... So shouldn't she be going free anyway? I say that out loud. <laughs> Give me a persuasion check with advantage for this. 21. You... Bring a fair point. She shouldn't have witnessed this. She's very much crying. Uh, Neavan, not the lieutenant colonel. Um, what what race is Neavan? Right quick, I forgot. She's an elf. So yeah. she's significantly she, she taller left than me. With, okay. She left with Cyanadel to uh, originally go to the Rocket Visions. Remember? You should get this poor woman something to eat. She's been through a lot. Something warm. It's like eleven o'clock. So. All right, and she hollers uh, at the grubmaster to go warm up some tea or something. Neavan, I'll stay with you a while. The lieutenant colonel goes over to Grimton 
and Alaris and I I suppose suppose you're right that I should have been more worried. I lost a good member of the workforce. It's hard for me to say. Well, mistakes happen. Not much to be done about it now. I'm new at this, remember? No. Lessons learned, right, fellas? And she slaps you on the back. Ugh. I'm perplexed by the loss of life and the uh, the lack of response by anyone but Neavan. Um, she has a couple soldiers start digging a grave out in the fields. Morlinde, can can you perform rites on the Rick? Yeah. So I do that. Where are you uh, sending Eric's soul? Like, are you are you performing your primal spirit stuff, or are you trying to do like a pandominion sort of situation? Oh well, he's a person of the forest, yeah. Mm, he was in the forest. I thought he was an elf. He is an elf, but that you didn't ever get a location uh, uh, of his origin. Because he was in the forest, and that's what I know how to do and what I'm going to do. It will be spirit based. Anything else feels wrong. Go ahead and uh, give me a religion check with advantage. One and a two. One and a two. One and a two. two. <laughs> wow, that was terrible. One and a two. One and a two. One and a two. You just want him to come back as a zombie? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no. Uh, thirteen. That's fine. You yeah, you know what you're doing. It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't your uh your your cleanest, um, last rites. But it was fine. Um, yeah, y'all better be glad I have a really high mod on religion. Well, we'll, we'll say that it's a strange mix of um, the last rites of the primal spirits combined with the uh, grave of the Pandominion and other areas. Because normally when people in the Watched Forest bury their or lay their dead to rest, they do it on the... Uh, lofted platforms and sepultures so maybe that threw you off who knows yeah it definitely did going to bed um i'm hanging out with neovan trying to make her feel better getting tea with her you other two bed probably just gonna leave back to bed we're leaving before right. dawn so probably need to get some sleep what's the conversation you're having if there's any conversation um it's not that there's not conversation but like i'm not offering it like i'm literally just a, I was gonna say a human being, but a being to just sit close. Like I'm not necessarily yeah. talking. Um, You're creating the space rather than right uh, forcing this conversation. I get it. And nobody else can see this but me because the bear has like all the way disappeared from like corporeal land. Um, but the bear is like laying down. Like we're we're around a small fire, I assume, or like around something. And the bear is like laying down, curled right behind Nia Van. What am, what am I going to do? Well, Neovan, you've got one thing for sure. You're still alive, and that doesn't feel like much. But when everything is taking, taken from you, sometimes it's all you got, and you have to hold on to it. I personally don't have a home anymore. These, my companions are my home. There's no easy answer. 
my companions are at the Rock of Visions with Cyanidel going to march on Letris. Let's. I can't go to them. Let's have a hypothetical. What are your options? Just imagine options. You don't have to commit to any of them. You don't have to like any of them. But what are your actual options? When Eric found me, he suggested going to uh, their cabin that they had west of the Havenmere on the, the, the trader's path at the edge of the forest. Still a viable option? They said that they had gold there. Lots of it. What are your other options? But I don't know, I don't know how to get there, though. The other option is that I go to Cyanidel and I go to the Rock of Visions and I join in with them. I go to Letris and I go in with them and the other option is that I just wander in the forest and die. Do you really believe in uh, the Tempest Oath and what they're doing? No. Do you believe against them? Not just do you have a lack of faith in them, but do you think what they're doing is wrong? I think what they're doing is wrong. But they're also fighting for the cause that I believe in. I believe in my heritage. I, I believe in protecting my elven blood and what that culture means to me. But Neoman, don't you think is, that the elves at Letris believe the same thing? Don't you think who they are matters to them? <sighs> I believe but in it in a too. Different way. To be honest, like I don't get a lot of time around my people anymore. Gnomes are sort of sporadic. We don't see them very often. So in some ways I feel it important to like maintain that for myself. To be a gnome through and through. But if I had gnomes, uh, another clan or something, that thought we were in the wrong for what we did, I would stand against them. I'm, I'm just as much a gnome as they are. What I do is as gnomish as anything. I have an offer for you, Neovan. Uh, understand it comes with terms and conditions, and I'm not the only one who gets to decide on it. If you think that it would give you some degree of purpose, I'd be willing to let you come with us. But, you fight for our side, against the Tempest Oath, potentially against people you know well. If you decide to leave at any point, you have that freedom. Wander through your forest if you'd like. But if you're with us, you fight for us and with us. Give me a persuasion check. And go ahead and do it with advantage because Neovan is facing trauma and just looking for stability. I rolled a 17. I'll do it. <laughs> I hear you guys groaning over there. It's within my character. Well, your character is annoying. Yes, I know. <laughs> um, now Neovan that was my offer and to travel with the party I have to convince them that you can as well if not I have a second option for you that might be just as good uh, next be uh, our 
uh, boat captain is quite an. You're on a boat. Well, we have a boat. We're not presently on it. Next B is actually going to take us farther south toward uh, Letras. It seems. You know, Next B is not necessarily here for this cause. Next B is just trying to get paid. Um, I'm sure that you could find work with her. It's up to you. Okay. One, two, three, clap. <laughs> that will always be funny. It will always be funny. You guys just want to go ahead and get into it? Yes, actually, I want to know how the DMV was today. Not bad. Just had to renew, like, registration tags. So they have an express line for that. So it only takes three hours instead of all day? It took, like, 20 minutes, maybe 30 minutes. Not awful. How many people were there when you went? The parking lot was deceiving because it looked pretty full, but there were more people waiting in line for the express lines than there were, like, sitting down to wait, hmm. which I thought was funny. That is funny. Is there a, DM, a DMV in Springdale? Yeah. Is it the one over by uh, Sunset Harps? Yep. Aww. I got my first driver's license at that DMV. Ah, uh, where did I get my first driver's license i think i got mine in fayville but i couldn't I was, they don't do tests in fayville so i had to drive to springdale to take my driver's test yeah. yeah yeah which is weird when i took my driver's test turning out of that parking lot i almost hit the curb fun fact did you take your driver's test at the one on the the over by harbor high school yeah yeah that's where i was too that's weird yeah i got to practice in that neighborhood Heh <laughs> cheater all of you northwest arkansans it took me three times to pass my driver's Hashtag test leave steven out of this conversation <laughs> Aww, I miss the some minis. really good ones new serves a version they're always based on the minis oh yeah <laughs> Aww, i oh, miss yeah. the minis the minis were fun all right let me write more stuff down hold on i was trying to remember some of them they were hilarious because they were the same names every time Aww. uh there was arms, oh. arms and arms had bonus arms. Sub and dom. Yeah. Sub and dom. Sub and dom. <laughs> Wings. Yeah, that was yeah. green Token. Guy. Token. Yeah. There was a green one. Yeah. Oh yeah, jolly green. Yeah. Fun companions. Fun companions. <laughs>